Before the Ranger Creed is recited by a formation of Rangers at a ceremony, you always hear the narrator say, Will all Rangers, past and present, please join as we recite the Ranger Creed? Every Ranger will stand, and as they say those six stanzas, they are transformed back to a time when they had the pleasure and the burden of this brotherhood. That feeling is hard to describe. However, it's one that never leaves you. It's a connection that spans the globe and can be reignited when you hear the phrase, Hey Ranger, what battalion were you from? Amongst this formation, there are Rangers that stand out. They are legends of this elite organization, and when their names are spoken, people instantly have a story, and for a moment, relive it. Legends of the 75th Podcast wants to capture that feeling and those stories. We want to ensure that these legends, triumphs, and sacrifices never fade away. So sit back with your favorite adult beverage and listen to the stories from the Legends of the 75th. Hey, welcome everybody. Super excited to be able to sit down on this wonderful Wednesday afternoon or evening, I guess, and uh, talk to Sart Major retired, very newly retired, by the way, Ian Hunter. Uh, so if you don't know uh, Sart Major retired Ian Hunter, he served in 375 from a uh, team leader all the way up to a uh, platoon sergeant. Uh, he also did some time in SMU, and I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about that uh, when we uh, when we kind of get into his story, a little bit of his background and everything else. And then also has two bronze stars, both for valor. He is currently the COO of the Mighty Oaks Foundation, and uh, we'll dive into that as we get into the podcast and everything. So, Ian, absolute honor for Clay and I to have you on the podcast tonight. How are you doing? Yeah, good, man. I, what an honor to, to be here and you know, chat with Clay. Uh, on the phone the other day, I was like, man, I, legend. I don't know if that's an accurate statement, but I'll, I'll, I'll jump on and talk to some Rangers. Yeah. Well, you know, I, it, it, you know, Clay, Clay and I talk about this all the time, but you know, if somebody literally came on the podcast or I, we reached out to them and they're like, yeah, I've been waiting for you guys to call me. I've always kind of considered myself a legend. I think that we might actually go, well, yeah, you know, uh, timing-wise, like schedule-wise, we just don't think we can make this happen. And we have a different podcast that's called yeah. Not a Legacy of uh, Ranger. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, it, it's actually, it, it's funny. I'm dealing with that right now. I actually literally have a guy, have a guy that reached out to me and said, hey, uh, um, I volunteer to be on your podcast. I think I'd be a great guest. And I'm like, no, nah, man, like, no, it's not going to happen. Like. <laughs> So I just got to have the hard conversation. Um, I've just, I've just been avoiding it because I got way too many other things going on, but I just gonna be like, sorry, man, not going to happen. Well, so funny. Uh, you know, despite, you know, what you might feel, um, you know, you have a story, um, you know, you've accomplished amazing things within your career. Um, you know, and there's probably a litany of individuals, you know, definitely clay, definitely myself that feel differently, you know, um, you're a standout amongst the community and a community that already is full of standouts, you know, and, uh, you know, you've definitely, you know, set your apart from or yourself apart from a lot of individuals. So, um, you know, from the community, I speak for the community and I, I guess I self-proclaimed to be able to do that, you know, since it's our fucking podcast, so we can, we can do whatever <laughs> we want. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, so we, we, you know, you and I were talking a little bit while we were kind of waiting on clay. seems like we're always waiting on clay, but, uh, no, I'm just kidding. I love you, clay. Uh, but, 
uh, you know, you're newly retired, you know, how's that going? And, you know, what's the, the, the feelings kind of surrounding it and, you know, how are you finding your way in retirement? Yeah, man, I think there's this, uh, I think uh, <laughs> there's this idea that, Hey, you know, I'll do four years and, you know, I'll get out. That's what's right. going to happen. Well, 20 years later, I'm like, what <laughs> happened? What happened over the last four years? Why did it go by so fast? And I still feel like a, a private, you know, trying to figure out how to get to ranger school uh, uh, early on. But for me, man, like I, it, I, I don't think this story gets told enough. I, you know, I don't take me, don't take it the wrong way. I know guys have struggled getting out, and there's been d- issues transitioning, whether the way that the process worked or didn't work for them. Uh, but and for me, it's been really, really good. I actually hit 21 years, uh, this year in, in March, but, um, I actually started a medical re- retirement last year. And so there's guys that, you know, you probably have on here uh, or listening that, you know, medical retirement and the, the, the fear and the pathway of that, it does feel like you kind of, you, you kind of run the gauntlet really hard. And then you sit into a warehouse that you're like blindfolded and you're wandering around waiting to bump into something else, trying to find the doorway out. And you're like, man, I don't know if I'm going to hit a door tomorrow and I'm going to be out of the military yeah. or if it's going to be 120 days and I got plenty of runway to plan my, my exit strategy. So uh, I know I could, you know, technically stayed and, and, and continue down the, the pipeline, but we, we chose a medical retirement. We kind of delayed that for years after a few uh, spine fusion and and uh, a couple other things going on. Luckily, in the soft community, they kind of keep you around if you're not an idiot. And I, I guess that that's, that's that was a quantifier to keep me around as I wasn't an idiot. But uh, <laughs> uh, but I, I think towards that, that backside of that, man, it was a little bit fearful on how we're going to do it. But that transition went, man, they took they really did take care of me on the way out the door. And uh, I actually exfilled from JSOC and um, – those folks did a good job to to kind of paint the pathway on the way out. It did feel like wasn't certain on uh, on the days, and then I got a letter uh, that showed up in my email, and then I went down to here you know, HR or down to S one. I was like, hey, what, what am I? What's the plan? They're like, well, based on your leave days, you can be out tomorrow. I was like, oh man, all right. Well, it looks like I'm out tomorrow. That was that was like an email, uncertainty, wandering around a warehouse to the next day, getting an email like, hey, I'm done. Like I'm out. So. Uh, Anyways, uh, it's been a pretty good transition, man. We, we, uh, my wife and I had big, these big plans. That's how we started our medical retirement. We were going to, uh, in spite of ourselves, we had, uh, been given into a local church in Pinehurst, North Carolina, and, uh, had really given, given it all, serving into the community in that way. And, uh, I found myself on the elder board, uh, for the last couple of years at that church. And the church was in a, in a transition period. Uh, looking for an executive pastor and executive director. And so my wife and I kind of prayed through that decision. Like, what do we, what do we, I have no business, you know, how do you go from like Ranger Battalion, you know, going to SMU, trying to figure out how to find, fix people in the digital world to capture and kill to being asked to be an executive director or pastor at a church. You know, I kind of, kind of felt wonky, but you know, I don't, I think that's one thing that we don't realize how much we're gifted while we're in the service of, of like culture, the importance of culture, the importance of uh, taking care of your people and people, are the most important thing. Uh, and then that servitude heart, right? I think there's something that, that little thing that gets dropped in our bloodstream. Uh, I find every ranger just wants to serve. And I think, uh, you know, Clay, I've heard you quote this before. Of, and I agree with it 100%. There's not one consumer that I've ever met from Ranger Battalion, right? Mm. There's nobody's consumers. You're all contributors, every one of us, right? And so, um, you know, watching that inside our, you know, 
the societal norm of church, people will say, hey, man, you got everybody's a bunch of consumers. I'm like, man, I just don't think that's right. They just don't know where to fit in. I think men like us, like we just want to find a way to serve. We have a servitude heart. And so anyways, that, that was a kind of trajectory that took us uh, to start the medical retirement. But, um, you know, as we're working through that, God had a different kind of had a different plan uh, than what we planned. And we had made our financial arrangements. We had made our you know, school plans. And the only thing that was going to change instead of a 45 minute drive to work to JSOX gate, we were going to do a five minute drive to the church. Um, it was going to be great. Right. But I got a random phone call from uh, Chad Ribbishow last. Uh, it was just, it was just last uh, September, almost, almost a year from now. And uh, uh crazy story is he was in Poland, uh, doing uh, some stuff with uh, helping with the Ukrainian, uh, trying to get some Ukrainian kids out, helping with that whole process. And he bumped into a guy who I served with in the SMU. He was out of the SMU at that point, but he was over there doing some other stuff. And uh, I guess they had a conversation. I've never met Chad. I actually don't care about MMA. Uh, I'm, I don't, I like Marines because I think they're, as much as we may not realize it, they're just like us Rangers. They're very yeah. regimented. They care about shooting. They, yeah. They they know the fundamentals. They they crush it, and so uh, they they laugh as a uh, coming on to mighty mighty oaks on their diversity hire as the only army guy that works here right now. But <laughs> uh, so anyway, I took you down a long path. You just asked how was retirement going, so I took you down no, a little, no, little no, journey journey longer than that. That's what well, it's all. you know, it's it's funny, you know that you know I like how you talked that you know this uncertainty and you know all this stuff, and it's just the the classic like militarism like. We plan for actions on, we plan, you know, for the train up, you know, all the rehearsals we do, you know, rock drills, we do all these things. We do extensive for actions on, and then the target, what do we never plan? Xville. Right. Our that's military right. careers are the exact same. Yeah, that's we right. Never really kind of plan for Xville, you know, and, uh, you know, my, my path was, was very similar. The only thing that I did just, I, I, it was because like so many people just told me how quickly it comes at the end. Like it's very fast at the end is I did trickle in a lot of things. I started like two years out. So when the fury came right at the end of everything, I was able to just hit it in stride because I'd done everything else. Like, you know, I mean, when I actually like cleared and went and got my DD-214, that entire, you know, clearing the entire installation, clearing the entire unit and everything to go get my two DD-214. I think it took me four and a half hours, like to do, yeah. you know, yeah, like, yeah. no time because everything else was done and all the medical stuff was done. I was just waiting, you know, I just waiting for my terminal leave to be over. And then, you know, the 30 days for the VA, 60 days for the VA to kind of process everything. But like, you know, I'm watching everybody else, you know, and I've watched everybody else in this just mad fury and just not knowing where to go and all this different kind of stuff. But it doesn't mean that you still don't kind of have that lost feeling as it gets towards the end, because yeah, you know, I can only imagine, you know, showing up one day and being like, Hey, you can start leave tomorrow. And you're like, well, what if I don't want to? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, like, Whoa, this yeah. came real. This is all like theoretical. Uh, I had a great plan, but this is, this is crazy. This was an excerpt of the Legends of the 75th podcast. If you want to listen to the entire episode, go to the show notes and sign up for exclusive membership. Why are we charging? Some of the guests want to know that their stories have a level of protection and can share freely without it being available to the general public. To produce a professional product, it costs money. 
Your subscription helps us ensure we keep it to the level of what's expected from this elite organization. The podcast is a first phase. We plan to add videos, apparel, Ranger history blog, and more episodes each month. So as Legends grows, you will get more bang for your buck. We don't want to interrupt or muddle episodes with sponsorship clips or ads. Your support is much appreciated. We look forward to building this exclusive group with your support. Rangers lead the way.